0: Here we're doing paperwork. We are. We're doing paperwork. All right. We're the only <clears throat> podcast that brings you paperwork in real time.
1: We're killing trees by the dozens. Welcome, listeners, to Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. We are back for show 101. Can you believe this? You've, no. been, you've survived it. You've endured it. Um,
0: 101 of these.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. plus a couple interviews that weren't numbered. So, yeah, we're coming up on two years in uh, October. And this podcast is not a bunch of critics. We're a bunch of art people who make art stuff. And we're going to spoil some movies.
0: Not Lost Boys.
1: Well, if you haven't seen this and spoiled it for your damn self by now, then... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
0: What if they're waiting for the remake?
1: Um... well, does Kiefer Southern has a have a kid that could play him? Because I think he's the best part of it.
0: Pro- well, probably. Yeah.
1: Kiefer, uh, I don't know. We'll get into that later. But uh, So we're a podcast that talks about horror movies, and we will spoil them. And we thank the Moon Rays every episode for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features, at the top of the show. You can buy their music digitally on Amazon or iTunes. You can say hi to them on Facebook, where they are the Moon Dash Rays. And um, Say hi to us on Facebook Or Instagram where We're not hard to find a, And we're chewing the scenery Alright That was all the housekeeping We needed to do Alright What'd you guys watch Since we did this last?
0: Um,
1: since you lived through Talking about It
0: I went and watched It again <laughs> Did you change your mind? Four more times <laughs> No I hated it a little more Every time I watched it <sighs>
1: Oh, some listeners probably agree.
0: Uh, no. Um, I actually liked it, then hated it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I watched, uh, Dr. Fibes. Oh, yes. And Dr. Fibes Rises Again.
1: Now, how did those do for you? Those old Vincent oh, Price movies?
0: Witchfinder General. Oh, Vincent Price Triple. Uh-huh. So, so you got on a roll. Yeah, and we, uh... Uh Jolene lent me his Blu-ray collection of Vincent oh, yeah. Price, volume mm-hmm. one and two, and there's I think ten movies or something, twelve movies. Um so we're going through Vincent Price's catalog. Wow. We really liked Doctor Phoebe's. Wasn't so crazy about Rise Again. Yeah. Rises Again had some good set pieces. But it was just more of the same and not I don't know. If he's not seeking revenge, he doesn't really seem as motivated.
1: Well, yeah, it's all about character motivation when it comes down to it. Character can't just be bumming around doing nothing.
0: Yeah, no. In <laughs> be... the first one he's really They're not driven. like us. In <laughs> the second one, it seems kind of like an afterthought, like an errand.
1: <laughs> Dr.
0: Fives runs to the grocery.
1: So it's an epilogue to the other movie? Sort of. All right.
0: Um, I guess they were going to film a third one and then.
1: Then they watched the second one and said, never mind.
0: Yeah. I guess the second one was actually two scripts they slapped together because they couldn't decide. Uh-huh. So that's why it's got an uneven tone.
1: So they took pages and shuffled them?
0: Pretty much. All right. Somebody they wanted to replace uh, Dr. Fives, Vincent Price's character with the the other guy and
1: A wacky dog?
0: Yes. <laughs> a shaggy DA <laughs> that had his face blown off in a car wreck.
1: So it was Fred McMurray and a and a sheepdog. Yes. It <laughs> fits right in.
0: It's so a sheepdog with Fred McMurray's head
1: god that's a great movie that never got made i think we
0: could make it now you probably just cut fred mcmurray out of the nutty professor (laughs) drop him in digitally Mm -hmm. top of a sheepdog yeah yeah
1: i could see that
0: um i think that's all i watched oh and lost boys oh yeah lost boys classic and uh i really liked Witchfinder general I saw it a long, long time ago, and I was always kind of bored by Vincent Price's movies. They didn't have, I don't know, they were never spectacular as some of them.
1: There's a bunch of grown-ups talking about grown-up junk. Yeah, and he
0: always seemed kind of weird. Yeah. And, and off-putting, I will say. Now <laughs> I find him <laughs> charming. Yes. I like him a lot.
1: He, he does really grow on you with age, doesn't yes. he? Yes. His
0: overacting is great.
1: So, a little over a year ago, my nephew uh, Johnny got married, and uh, one of the gifts I gave them uh, as a wedding present was the Vincent Price cookbook.
0: Oh, very nice.
1: Which is awesome.
0: Mm -hmm. I'd like to see his cookbook at some point.
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: He was a big supporter of art. Yeah. Yeah. He opened opened a lot of museums. He opened up the gallery in Watts, didn't he? Uh huh.
1: Yeah, there's a, a lot of good things to say about Vincent Price.
0: Gallery of Modern Art in L.A. in 1948.
1: Yeah. Dude was definitely all about the arts of all different sorts. Yeah. Culinary arts, man. Mm-hmm. Paintings, food. He's, he's all about it. I wonder if he could sing. Did he, well, did he well s-
2: he's on one of the best-selling singles of all time.
1: Oh, yeah. Thriller. Thriller that's right. Yeah. He could narrate. <laughs> Leave the singing up to Michael.
2: His his albums of uh, where he's reading ghost stories and giving witches spells and things like that are excellent.
1: Oh god, <clears throat> that sounds great!
2: How to become a werewolf and stuff like that.
1: Oh, I love it. It's good. All right, Julian, you go next. What do you watch?
0: All right, well, mostly really bad movies.
1: You were on a run of bad movies oh, last time. Oh, I
0: forgot. I watched something last night that was a true true <coughs> gem. <laughs> Uh, I only caught part of it, but it was called America 3000. <laughs> it was made in 1985. Oh, wow. It's
2: getting better. Oh, man. Italian?
0: No. American filmed in Israel. Supposed to take place in Colorado. I thought it was Bronson Canyon, but okay. it looked like one of those... Uh, Filmed in one of those rock pits in some Italian film, mm-hmm. yeah. they shoot every scene there. Yes, um, men and women had separated into two tribes, uh-huh. and they were all very '80s Big and hair. very stupid. Big hair. <laughs> they had all the women had like eye makeup that ran from the corner of their eye up to give okay. them like real high cheekbones, yeah. uh-huh. and uh, they spoke kind of. I will give the movie this. They spoke their own groovy dialogue of made up words, but they kept it pretty well for for a really badly done movie for no money. I was kind of entertained.
1: So was this dialogue kind of like in Juno? Um, like no one really talks that way?
0: Sort of, they all, they had, you know, instead of looking, they said scanning and Uh things like that. They're the the Americans and the commies. Mm -hmm. And, uh... All right. I shall seek it out. Yes, it also (laughs) involves a small, not small, because he's he's still pretty tall, but let's say shorter-statured Sasquatch that loves rock music. Small foot. Small foot <laughs> Let's say Larger than average foot But not giant
1: mm. Bigger than the guy From Land of the Lost Chaka
0: Oh yeah Okay Like bigger than most men
1: But smaller than Bigfoot
0: But smaller than Bigfoot Okay it's Chewbacca size
1: So from Chaka to Chew- Chewbacca Somewhere in be- somewhere That in-
0: is a great title For from- somebody's <laughs> Shitty pop culture book From Chaka to Chewbacca <laughs> tracing pop culture's hairiest creations i don't know write it
1: (laughs) yeah someone write that okay (laughs) joelian
0: i can't top that so so, let's just
2: let's just close it down so what's
1: What's up with you and bad movies lately Uh, i've just been
2: looking for stuff i haven't seen before and in most cases you find why You've seen everything good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, stop watching movies. But I did find some ones that I, I thought were really nice, and I mean, well, not not really nice, but I, better than
1: I enjoyed, the others. Uh, one anyway. Charming in the sense that they were made by people who are soft in the head. <laughs> one and a half. <laughs>
0: one and a half.
1: All right. Let's start
2: off at the bottom. Uh, have you ever wanted to watch Reanimator, but? A French version with no money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there is a movie called Trepanator from 1992, <laughs> and this uh, this plugs a hole in my genre line watching experience because he has a role in it, as does William Lustig. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the Ma- maniac cop makes an appearance in it. Wow. Uh, Brigitte borges is also in it. So this is like a shot-on-video reanimator oh. copy with no money. Oh and not much talent do they
1: make oh. up for it with nudity
2: no they make up for it with uh lots of uh you know actual guts being thrown around hmm. um my eyes face towards it but I can't really remember much okay' about it um yeah it's just like an ugly looking no money thing <laughs> you know i i', I came my consciousness returned to my eyes when John Roland came on because oh is it but um yeah not a big recommendation on that one no uh then i saw a uh, soul survivor from 1983 directed by tom eberhardt as his debut he did uh, night of the comet and soul survivor. so um uh this is not to be confused with the uh, 1970 TV movie of the same name with Richard Basehart and William Shatner, hmm. oh. which is about a World War Two uh, mission where the bomber crashes in the desert. And then but one of them has got he bailed out beforehand. Mm. But the ghosts of the rest of the crew
1: are haunting him. Yeah. So is Shatner the one being haunted?
2: No, unfortunately, it's, oh. but it is Richard Basehart oh, okay. from Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, etc. Yeah, and he
1: walks by
0: night.
2: Have you Did seen he, that one?
1: Didn't he play Captain Ahab in the original Moby Dick? Telling?
2: Yeah, he was in Carousel, I think. Wow. Yeah, he's he's done loads. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I I I think this one's good. You should check it out if you like Carnival of Souls. It follows in the mouth of madness, dead and buried, final destination. Right. Uh I got this confused because uh there's a movie called The Survivor which is about a pilot who survives a plane crash and then he's haunted by the rest of the the people uh. who are in the plane uh, th- which is based on a James Herbert novel. His, there, there we go. It was his third novel after The Rats and the Fog. Mhm. And uh and the the movie came out in uh in '81 and it's and it stars Robert Powell and Jenny Agatha.
1: Oh, nice!
2: Uh, American anyway. Werewolf in London, the nurse.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
2: uh, um, so, I, so I, that's what I thought this was going to be, but uh, it turns out to be this 1983 movie. Uh, it might have been filmed a, a little earlier, but uh, yeah, it's um, so we have that same situation where this this woman survived a plane crash, mm-hmm. apparently, and uh, and then she gets these visions, and other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I won't give any- away any more than that, um, but uh, yeah, it's got some quite creepy bits in it. It's like some TV movie vibe in it, but then you know the, the actual crash victims are pretty gory, and <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 you know, check it out. I say. Mm-hmm. All right, back down. We have the Vulture from 1966.
1: No kidding, the Vulture. The Vulture. Why would I know this one?
2: There's no reason to. Okay, um, good. Good. So this is back <clears throat> in back in nineteen sixty six, Cornwall in the the West Country of England, was a mm-hmm. hotbed of animal hybrids and zombies and stuff like that. Wow. Um, you know, you had Plague of the Zombies, The Reptile, and this one all came yeah. out in sixty six. So this is like a, a yet another colonial horror thing. Um in this case you have this it's kind of like the fly for some uh for some tortured reason uh this corpse of uh this corpse who was buried with a vulture and there's the there's a matter transmitter experiment and they get all oh, kind of gets blended together so you get this vulture man. Oh okay. Uh it's uh it's really dumb. was gonna get weird or something. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty dull and talky, uh, but is it's is like you've got various people in it, like Akim Timirov and uh, Broderick Crawford. Uh, my favourite bit is when Broderick Crawford he goes out onto the, the balcony of a house and then these two stiff, like giant bird legs come down, grab him <laughs> by the shoulders and <laughs> fly him off. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that, those bits are funny. But um, yeah. Okay, uh Devil's Wedding Night from 1973. This
0: is Ooh. good Euro sleaze. Sounds ah.
2: good. Yep. It's uh 85 minutes. Sounds perfect. There you go. Um this is by uh Luigi Bazzella who who did Nude for Satan <laughs> and uh <laughs> The Beast in Heat. All right. Which is one of the most notorious Nazi exploitation movies. Um anyway, You've got a scholar named Carl who traces the ring of the Nimbelungen to Transylvania. And uh and this this ring is like he, he calls it invaluable, you know that you can't put a price to it. And he wants to put it in a museum. But his twin brother <laughs> gets ahead of him, his twin brother frowns. He he runs ahead of him to Transylvania and uh in order to nick the, the ring. ring, yeah. Um and as protection they have the amulet of Pazuzu. huh. <laughs> Yep. Um so anyway, uh Franz turns up at the uh castle first where he meets the uh the countess. Um and uh yeah and and gets uh, seduced and um but anyway, it's uh yeah it's it's good stuff. It's you got decapitations, lipstick lesbians, uh women walking around castles at night in night dresses, giant bat, satanists uh stars mark damon and both as both the twins
1: was it a rubber bat some of them are rubber
2: bats some of them are just like photo enlargements
1: okay. oh even better uh, yeah
2: the uh uh best thing is like uh the the countess is played by Hassalba neri uh and uh, she's she's beautiful um the camera just loves her um yeah and she, she was in lady frankenstein uh she was in escape by night um but yeah, she looks great, and there's like classic scene where she's like bathing in the blood of the local virgins. Nice. Uh, you know, you know, this this village has a good breeding stock because they're all like these gorgeous Eurostarlets. Oh, nice. <laughs> and there seems to be quite a supply of them, you know. But anyway, um, yeah, she bathes in their blood, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's some good shots. But um, yeah, that, that was fun. All right, uh, and then I saw a bunch of movies from uh, India um so from 2016 1920 london uh this is the third in the 1920 series hmm. okay um it's um it's about this newlywed royal couple from Rajasthani who who are like living in england and in this huge stately home and the husband gets possessed by a witch ooh and uh uh, but, so they call in an exorcist who happens to be the ex-boyfriend of the woman. And uh, she's blah up with him, apparently, because he's like working class. Hmm. Um, There's a good twist at the intermission. Um, but it, this is like one of those really glossy kind of romantic Indian horror movies, which are just not scary. Mm. Uh, very timid Um, only they're not even liked much locally so wow
0: Um,
2: the special effects are pretty good Um, but I'm I'm really hoping like because like uh, the Indian movie industry like the special effects houses you know they do special effects for American movies and so the special effects are right out there with the you know the higher budgeted films yeah so I'm hoping that there's going to be some critical mass where they lose the timidity about doing good scary movies that have, mm. which are engaged with their own you know, where their own society culture is mm-hmm. because uh yeah, I find most of their horror movies pretty timid. But I'm I'm hoping like the next generation will really deliver something. Oh, okay. But anyway, um this <laughs> this couple, right? My favourite scene. <laughs> um so they're standing outside their stately home and their chauffeur pulls up in the Bentley and, uh, and he, he's played by this like English guy who's like, he's a, I think he's a stranger to acting.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, based yeah. on his lack of being able to?
2: Yeah. Okay. So he, he's he's like in the full chauffeur's gear <clears throat> and he comes up the steps and they, they call him up and they, uh, his, his name is George and the, so the princess says, George, is there a place here where people go to on a no moonlit night? Like a hill or a mountain. And George says, Not that I know of. Wait a minute. There is a place called No Moon Hill.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, Shame on you, writer. Writing. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's just his something about a delivery and and then when he, she says is there a place called No Moon Hill?" and he says no oh yeah there's no Moon hill but I, I, was, I was just like crying with laughter after that. but oh, anyway um God. so this trilogy is not is kind of run out of steam they're going to reboot it as 1921 <laughs> next year um did ed write that dialogue <laughs> it's good uh, it's classic Edwards. it's on par isn't it yeah uh yeah, I find most Indian horror movies, they're so timid on the part, like, the censorship has really kept them down, and the, the movie makers tend to be timid about doing something original, you know, they tend to copy tropes from Western movies more than mm-hmm. doing their own thing. If, if you want to see, like, you know, more unleashed energy, then you go with the, like... Uh, Angry Goddess films and mythologicals or action movies and stuff like that, but the, yeah, the, yeah, the actual horror movies are a bit lame. But um, anyway, uh, then I, I saw Virana from 1988, which is one of the, the Ramsey Brothers movies. Uh, so in, in the 80s, the, like, the Indian horror movie industry was basically the Ramsey Brothers. Um, you know, there'd always be a, an old dark Haveli and, and some witch and some evil tantric you know spells and stuff like that um so this one's got this uh there's a couple of sisters one of whom is named jasmine and she gets she's possessed by a witch um since she was a kid Uh, which is Chudil. um but uh yeah it's very colorful and there's lots of cat hurling and head spinning there's even a foot spinning (laughs) um
1: how about decapitations no
2: uh very little blood in it at all um uh there's got a couple of clips from there's one of the uh the human-headed dog from mephisto waltz and then clips of the dogs from the thing oh man um i I don't think they had the budget for a dog or something but it's very loud and colourful. Um, you know, it is quite fun to watch. Uh, oh, there's, there's a there's a clip of the eye exploding from Scanners. Oh, good. At one point. Uh, and apparently this was inspired by Vampires, mm-hmm. the 1970s film. Um, so that was that one. And then the... Yeah. All right. Uh, Goliath and the Vampires. Peplum from 1961
1: with Gordon Scott. Goliath and the Vampires?
2: yeah. So, in, in Italy, he was Machiste. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Gordon Scott is one of the better, like, strong guys. He was a Tarzan in some, some of the better Tarzan movies. So,
1: versus vampires, how does it land? <laughs> Just um, wondering.
2: Well, it doesn't. They, they're not really vampires. Like, there's this, like, uh, the, the leader of them is this, called Kobrak and he, he can, like, uh, appear in red mist, and, and um, he... Uh, he can command these kind of spider crab things. And he's got this army of, they're basically zombies. They're, they're basically a bunch of strong guys dressed as barbarians. And they've got these like blank face masks on. So they're more like zombies.
1: So he's like Aquaman <laughs> in a lot of ways.
2: Uh, but he's got uh, Diana Maria Canale, uh, who is in *Evampiri*.
1: Vampiri.: Okay.
2: Um, yeah, you know, I like Scott. Um, uh, it opens pretty strong and action-packed, and it kind of gets <clears throat> draggy in the middle. but um, mm. yeah, It's quite enjoyable. The director was Sergio Kobuchi, who did uh, Django. Um, then I saw uh, The Forest, 1982, Don Jones, 85 minutes. The huh? Forest. So,
1: Not the new forest, but the old forest.
2: I know, Like uh, apart from a movie being under 90 minutes, your three favorite words in the English language are lame eighty slasher yeah and this is one of those
0: oh fantastic yeah
2: like a companion piece to don't go in the woods alone
0: oh i want to see that one.
2: yeah um it's got songs in it songs lots of hiking
1: oh man don't go in the woods alone um, while drinking your juice in the hood
2: so this, this one gets a bit weird about half an hour in because you get these visions of other of people and you're not sure at first if they're ghosts or or psychic manifestations or something um but um yeah <laughs> this was the movie i was watching last night when you phoned and i, I was just doing other stuff and had, had <laughs> it on and uh <laughs> that's so yeah i've got to find it out it. <laughs> <laughs> the forest from 1982 Uh yeah so that's, that's about it i saw a scorpion with two tails which is a, an italian movie from 82 It's got a good cast in it, and the director, Sergio Martino, did some good yellow. But um, this is about... This is
0: not a good one?
2: No, it's got, like, uh, John Saxon in it and uh, Fabio Fritzi music in it. And you think, oh, this could be good. Yeah. But it's just an edit from this, like, Italian TV miniseries. Uh, So it's, like, it's pretty lame. And Mm. that's got some head twisting in it. Uh, And lots of maggots. They obviously Mm -hmm. had a bucket of maggots to to use up
1: it was probably just race.
2: uh yeah john saxon's only in it for the first couple of minutes and then he's on the phone to his wife and and he gets his head twisted around but um yeah i'm not wasn't too keen on that one either but anyway so that's it. a high recommend yeah
1: wow <laughs> so just face it you've seen everything good you could just sit around and wait for the next good thing you don't have to watch all this old crap Clearly.
0: But there could be a gem out
1: there. Yeah, I I, I suppose.
2: I liked Devil's Wedding Night and Soul Survivor.
1: There's a whole show based on these guys who think they're going to find gold. And, uh, well, spoiler alert, they're never going to find any gold.
0: Is that Game of Thrones? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Any show, name it. Are they
0: looking for gold on that show?
1: I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I think they all want to sit on some crappy throne made out of
0: swords. Gold. Right, no nah, swords. Wrong.
1: Nope,
2: they're all after have, gold. Have they tried finding the tomb of Al Capone? I bet there's gold in there.
1: I bet there's a bottle and like some
0: washers, some washers, <laughs> some magical golden washers,
1: <laughs> and some some old. This could be yarn or or thread, maybe twine. We don't know. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> it was bad. Al Capone's vault. Young listeners, look it up, <laughs> Geraldo, Geraldo Rivera. It wasn't Geraldo's fault. Well, no, it wasn't his fault that it sucked. He just happened to be in between what sucked and the viewer.
2: I, I blame the Tomb Raiders. They must have <laughs> cleared out all the all the gold. This is probably true. And just left behind a bottle and some twine.
1: All right, my my recently watched list is fairly short. <clears throat> I watched
0: it again. Yeah. And, well i saw you there 17 viewings <laughs> two of, it. of the four times i was there
1: <clears throat> yeah i watched this um texas chainsaw which was also known as texas chainsaw 3d mm-hmm. uh
0: actually Any relation to the texas chainsaw massacre
1: barely <laughs> barely they had a guy named leatherface yeah and they put someone on a meat hook They stole some footage at the beginning. Outside Mm. of that, not really.
0: Oh, I think I've seen this one.
1: Yeah. like um,
0: Because I remember that footage from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, Marilyn Burns and Gunnar Hansen are
2: in the beginning as well. Yeah.
1: Okay. And the the dude that gets clocked in the head, he's in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they try to borrow and steal what they can. Um, But it... it,
2: (sighs) It's just a bottle and a ball of twine
1: it really is it the best thing i can say about this is they appear to have used a decent camera Mm -hmm. um everybody was wearing a costume and in a set okay so
0: uh why is it still texas why haven't they branched out to other states and why does the girl like the milwaukee milwaukee skill saw right massacre (laughs)
1: And speaking of Texas, why does the girl who's not from Texas say, welcome to Texas, motherfucker, and shoot the shotgun at Leatherface? He's from Texas. Mm. Huh. So if he spoke, he could be like, no. Wait. you, Welcome to Texas, motherfucker. Zn, 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 zn. Anyway, um, it's not good, but it's fun to watch anyway. Yeah. That's the best thing I could say about it. And I don't have a 3D television. Um but, uh, Is that
0: a 3D Blu-ray?
1: Apparently.
2: Really? Yeah, you can have the option of watching it in 3D.
1: Yeah. So uh, I had seen this. but
2: we wants to
0: see it now. So there okay. Go. Oh, my God. I had seen
1: this before, um, like having missed the very beginning, like maybe the first five or so minutes. It was on cable, and I just turned it on and didn't move my face away from it so i'd seen most of it and missed the very ending of it so this time i watched the whole thing and it was like i wouldn't i wouldn't steer someone away of it away from it completely uh-huh. i would just but say i
0: wouldn't watch it again
1: but i wouldn't probably watch it again unless
0: it was on
1: maybe if some sort of a weird uh drinking game
0: perhaps i'd fallen <laughs> and i'd broken my neck and was facing the tv and it was on yeah. and i couldn't look away
1: right Uh, The runtime, let's see. Uh, 85 minutes. This is from 2012. It's a 92-minute movie. Hey, that's all right. You could shut it off when the credits start to roll. You'll be good. (laughs) 92
0: minutes is fine, you know. 90 minutes is a hard, fast rule, but keep it below 100. Yeah,
1: please. On that note... I did attempt a watch of Thundercrack. Oh, man. Jolien, you're you're trolling us, bro.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Trolling you?
2: It had some great dialogue. (laughs) It was so weird. Did you get past the first half hour? Uh,
1: I did, in the sense that I fast-forwarded for a while and said, what are these weirdos going to do? Apparently have really hairy sex. Was what they did.
2: I, I think it's because, like, I wa- the first few times I watched this, it was with uh, an audience at the Scala Cinema.
1: The first few. Oh
2: yeah, because it used to they used to have it on so often, and uh, at the Scala, and it would always be on a double bill with, you know, something from Ross Meyer or,
0: oh man,
2: John Waters or something like that. Yeah, and uh, and it was just hysterical. The audience just were just, it was just so noisy. So I can, I can enjoy it, but yeah, Yeah. I I imagine if the first time you see it is by yourself at home, it's just different, completely different. Yeah.
1: I was, I was appreciating the, um, non-acting, um, like everything that was going on with this was just like, some people got a hold of a camera and some people who can't really act, but who are going to give it a shot, Mm -hmm. but are also willing to have sex on camera.
2: Yeah. You just found people who are up for anything.
1: Right. Uh, so in that sense it was really interesting, but I said, Okay, I've watched I watched the first twenty or thirty minutes or so and then I fast forwarded and, and watched a couple scenes and said, um okay <laughs> but I, Yeah, there's a lot of hairy seventies sex filmed in black and white, although they did have the, color film in nineteen seventy
0: five. The black and white is pretty fantastic mm-hmm. in that, you have to admit. Yeah, it is. Um it looks like uh Sin City, before Sin City. I mean, this is kind of glowing silver. Yeah, they really punched up the whites and the contrast in it is kind of fantastic. And yeah, it's got some great, weird dialogue. I would love to watch it in an audience. Yeah, 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 I'll give
1: it, I will give it another shot, but it'll have to be an audience or at least a decent sized group. Um,
2: I told you that's how we should watch it, but then you both insisted on... On, Solitary punishment.
1: Giving it a shot, um, old dark house with Harry seventies porn filmed in black and white.
0: I, I know who'd like it. That guy we passed on the way over.
1: Oh yeah, we were driving <laughs> over here, and there was a dude fondling.
0: Probably be like, this movie's disgusting.
1: There <laughs> was a guy fondling his nipples, standing there watching traffic. I mean, it wasn't like he was checking for something, or you know, he was full on fondling his nipples Gosh, on a very busy street. Anywho, um, that's all I've watched since last time, other than some television, which um, was the usual stuff, like an episode of Rick and Morty and Ray Donovan. And then uh, there's this um, this series. I don't know if it's meant to be limited or if it's an open ended thing, but it's called Scientology and the Aftermath. It's uh, Leah Remini, who was um, probably best known for being in King, King, of, King of Queens, which I can't stand. I don't, I don't like that sitcom. But oh, I thought she,
0: that was a pretty good sitcom. She's good in it. Both terrible people. Yeah, they're and terrible I people. I enjoy the sitcom with terrible people.
1: Yeah, she's good in it though. I mean, yeah. I'll say that. And and that other that dude that's in it is definitely Fat professional. Fat Dad's all right. Yeah, he's a professional comedian. He knows what he's doing. But anyway, um, she's she's in I don't know, man. She's in harm's way because. It sounds like that, that religion is, is full of people who are willing to do anything. And maybe they're going to try and do it to her. I don't know. Maybe.
0: Not, yeah, they seem a little crazy.
1: I don't want them doing it to us, so let's not talk about them. Okay. We already said Tom Cruise was tiny and, li- and <laughs> sleeps in a shoebox and has a middle tooth.
0: That's all true. <laughs> they, None of that can be. I a headline today
2: that he's being blamed for a plane crash. I know I uh, didn't read the story, but... In, wow. in The
1: Mummy. <laughs> yeah. but
0: it's like a, it's oh, he's headlined today.
1: That was more of a train wreck, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have to watch The Mummy. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, God. And I
0: want to watch it with you.
1: It's wretched. Oh, man. We should do a show on it for sure. All right. You've listened to us talk about other movies other than The Lost Boys. Long enough. Um
0: what about our oh, yeah. our past 100 episode? Oh, you're right. 100 episodes. Yeah, we've got a message from the Queen.
1: Yeah, so uh, buckle up, listeners. We're not done talking about other movies yet. So we have a list here of the 101, well, the 100 movies that we've watched previous to now <laughs> um, and talked about on our show. So movies we've covered.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And we thought we would maybe uh, extrapolate this into some... Some lists and some observations and maybe a couple of awards that we could give them. And Jolien, did you want to kick this off out of uh, everything from Brighter Frankenstein to It?
2: Yeah, so uh, our first category in the, our awards, our coveted awards, is uh, Best First Viewing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think um, this decade we are into another good time for horror movies in America yeah um and uh i think get out is fantastic it's just
1: absolutely um
2: just did every ticked every box i want to yeah left, want from a good american horror movie definitely um and there's been you know several good ones in the last few years yeah um, it follows the yeah, witch uh, right mm-hmm. um so uh yeah that was that's a gem
1: for sure how about yeah. you um did you have one out of the list that uh uh, you mentioned a couple of them that are definitely on my radar, Well, I'm too.
0: only going to talk about Entrails of the Beautiful woman.
1: <laughs> so that gets all of your awards.
0: That's everything. Even though I hadn't <laughs> seen it before, I'm going to say it was a great rewatch. Uh,
1: uh, well.
0: It horrified me and delighted me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it did everything you want a movie to do to you.
0: It pushed all sorts of buttons that shouldn't be pushed. It was... <laughs> that and Videodrome
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: that's Which I feel like I should probably watch again it's been a couple weeks
1: so would you give Videodrome your your best rediscovery award? yes because okay. so... that
0: was one I watched I mean I watched everything Cronenberg did for a while mm-hmm. uh, Um, we watched Scanners and that was another good rewatch but uh, Videodrome didn't I don't know I didn't care for it as much before now i really liked it it was really out there um i think i preferred the more straightforward people making each other's heads explode mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's scanners
0: pretty, you know it's, it's uh or pretty, the fly mm-hmm. it was you know gross out horror and and uh jeff goldblum
1: for, oh for sure <clears throat> jeff goldblum is always awesome
0: Who's like eight feet tall, doesn't sleep in a drawer. Yeah. And all his teeth are in the right
1: place. <laughs> what more do you need in an actor? But his actor?
0: ears are humongous.
1: And not getting any smaller. No,
0: if you watch his ears, they just keep getting bigger and bigger.
1: Oh, man.
0: Sometimes while you're watching.
1: So, Will, that we know your best rediscovery, then, is video drone. What about your best first viewing? What was something new that really kind of blew your mind? Or at least uh, impressed you?
0: Um, it follows was pretty good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that one a lot. Um, yeah. Um, Oh, spider baby. Yeah. That's, that was spider baby is a new old one
1: that best read best discovery of an old one. Uh huh.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. We agreed on
1: that one for sure. Um,
0: so best. Oh, I forgot under the skin. That was another good.
1: Oh, that one. was amazing. Um, it, Can we just, instead of giving one award, can we just give a list? So, (laughs) We We watched quite a few good movies. We did. So if you think about that, Best First Viewing, we could talk about, like Jolien said, Get Out. Um, Then we've got uh, It Follows, The Witch, uh, Under the Skin. um, And the one I really want to talk about just briefly, because of the accomplishment of some people who had nothing to work with the battery, and Jolene yeah. hasn't seen this yet.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
1: But we'll talk about it a little bit, maybe next episode, so, if you uh, have a chance to watch it in between now and then. And
2: Train
0: to Busan is like a close
1: train to
2: Busan.
0: Close was a fantastic zombie movie. I was tired of zombie movies, and this one was quite the train ride. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I was looking at movies
2: that which. Uh, i was put onto by you guys um so witching and bitching
1: oh yeah fun huh uh
2: yeah and what we do in the shadows that was a good one yeah i'd kind of skip that one because it's like oh i don't want to see another vampire comedy
1: yeah but
2: it's really good so it's so different yeah uh, touching as well yeah yeah it's got you know there's more to it than just a joke
1: yeah there's a love story there's some tragedy
2: yeah and and it's inventive it's a good vampire movie yeah yeah
1: Ex Machina yeah. was another one that we yes, could talk excellent. about. excellent. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. So how do you even pick one out of all those? Right.
2: But yeah, Get Out is, is just.
1: So that that's a standout number, number for you. One for me. Yeah. 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 For me, the battery because of what it was able to do with practically nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to talk about movies that had a budget though, uh, and some. Some better support probably than what the guys got who who made the battery. I would say, the witch really did something for mm-hmm. me. Um, th- it was it was great. Yeah, the witch was creepy. Absolutely, it was all about the mood.
0: Yeah, I mean, even though it was all stuff that you shouldn't be scared of.
1: Who's scared of witches? But, mm-hmm. uh, so the best discovery of something old. Will I see that you marked um, near dark.
0: Near Dark is one, again, I can't believe I didn't know that movie was out there.
1: Same. I, I confused that with John Carpenter's Vampires. Mm-hmm. That's why I never saw it. I went, oh, that's that, isn't it? No. Oh, Brilliant. I watched
0: John Carpenter's Vampires.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Near Dark is going to be on a top five vampire movie list for the rest of my life, unless four great vampire movies get made. <laughs> 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 Suddenly. It's always going to be Dracula for me legosi's dracula just because mm-hmm. that was my dracula that was my first one but so yeah um best first okay so we got best first viewing um best rediscovery for you was um a uh, videodrome yeah okay great Julian. what was your best rediscovery
2: uh, well the uh thing prequel uh i quite enjoyed it at the theater it just
0: felt unnecessary and mm-hmm. but yeah watching it again i i thought it, was, it did a good job i thought they did a good job yeah. uh, i wish you know the special effects had been right. a little different but writing a prequel f- to what yeah, like, well, we already know what's right. going to happen at right. the end they did pretty well but my
2: uh my top pick for uh, rediscovering something would be tenebrae so oh, i just man. Uh, Went pretty in depth from researching it, and I just, uh, I just really like it a lot oh, more than I used to. Man, you know, yeah. I've always, I've always liked it, but yeah, it's
0: got. I never forget a the weird point of view shot that goes up the wall and around the whole building. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, what is this? <laughs> that part just, I don't know.
1: So, um, as far as that goes. I can't go without mentioning alien because mm. sitting and, and really paying attention yeah, to yeah, it yeah. and taking notes, you know, with the intent of doing a, a show on it, mm-hmm. alien really not just holds up, uh, that could be released today. Yeah. Yeah. Done exactly the same way and it would be really effective. So that was another one for sure for,
0: yeah, that one really holds up.
1: Yeah. Best rediscovery. <laughs> So best discovery of something old, though. Julian, do you even have one of those? No, not really. I've seen just about everything. <laughs> but uh,
2: neither of you mentioned Pieces. Pieces. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's a good one for sure. But Spider Baby.
0: Spider Baby. And, I think Spider yeah. Baby was better than Pieces.
1: <laughs> yeah. Spider
0: Baby was so weird.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it really was. It was great.
0: And it, the fact that it was made in 1964.
1: Yeah. Early work
0: one that I had wanted to see for decades.
1: Yeah. It's it's crazy. So it's early work by Sid Haig and the last work by Lon Chaney Jr. And uh, just all around, just odd. I thought odd. He was in
0: something else after this.
1: Well, if it wasn't Lon his Chaney. last one, it was one of. It was of. pretty
0: close because he did a couple that were his bleary drunk eyes, yeah, yeah. just kind of stand yeah, in the really, corner. Really this really was the last thing he actually actually hacked it in maybe. Yeah.
1: So did we cover all three of those for you, Julian? I think so. Now, I I made one for myself here, uh ones that I thought stunk up the place and they were <laughs> bad without being fun. <clears throat> um the new movie Krampus. So this tells you that it's not about money, it's not about budget um that just didn't do it for me and i will give it another shot maybe
2: yeah that's, that's the closest i've come to falling asleep in a
0: theater right Ooh,
1: rock and roll n- bad. rock and roll nightmare rock
0: and roll nightmare was bad <laughs> oh wait rock and roll nightmare that's an yeah. episode i missed but i, I want to catch up on that one Oh, oh man, you need to watch Rock and Roll night. You know,
1: it's not fair for me to say All right. that it stunk up the place slash was bad without being fun, because it was fun. How he bad it was! He
0: a puppet at the end. That's true. I take <laughs> a I, really immobile puppet.
1: Okay, I take it back. Okay, Night <laughs> of the
0: Basically a character <laughs> on a broomstick.
1: Night of the Wild.
0: Rob Morrow's in that. Mostly.
1: It's fun in the sense that we get to make fun of it.
0: And the dogs were great.
1: <laughs> they looked like they were waiting for treats.
0: Oh, man. The dog in in uh, Lost Boys, when they tie him to the post and they have to run out and get him oh, oh yeah. yeah that dog looked like he was having the greatest time in the world <laughs> if you just watch the kids everybody does great acting but you could watch the dog and you're just like oh man that dog's just like oh we're doing stuff
1: <laughs> there's all these people and lights so this, and stuff We're
0: running and yelling and <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna do this every day now i hope so <laughs> oh, i love acting
1: oh so the hollow sucked
0: the Hollow, yeah, that wasn't very uh, bad. Just
1: objectively bad.
0: Wicca Man remake.
1: Um, um, yeah. But fun, what? fun. How
0: did it get burned? How did it get burned? Fun in
1: the sense that it makes no sense whatsoever and that Nicolas Cage is completely bananas in it.
0: It's sad I've seen that one more than I've seen the original. <laughs> <laughs> I love the original. But, um, man, I get such a kick out of watching... Nicholas Cage overacting that thing. Oh
1: God, it's wretched. Um, Dressed
0: as a bear, kicking women. <laughs> Forevermore, for every time you say my legs, I'm, I'm gonna.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, my legs, my legs.
1: The bees, oh no, not the, the bees. bees, you
0: bitches.
1: <laughs> oh, Manos, the Hands of Fate. Oh yeah, just yeah. Ob-
2: you knew how bad that was going. Yeah, in, but...
1: you know it's just objectively bad. It's just like a bunch of idiots with a camera. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, let's let's be clear. Um I didn't uh, I didn't put this in the same category, but I wasn't ready for how silly son of godzilla was. <sighs> I wasn't prepared for that. I was expecting a Godzilla movie and I got some some lighthearted silliness I was not prepared for.
0: That's what I always think of when I think of a Godzilla movie mm-hmm. is Light-hearted silliness. I have, I have a lot of affection for that one.
1: Of course, but, you know, I, I do come from a different base of experience. You hadn't and watched
0: that one before I had you.
1: I thought I had. Maybe I was very young when I watched it. Yeah. But I was used to Godzilla smashing and destroying things, and I wasn't ready for...
0: Child-rearing? And I'm, and I'm
1: not saying it was a bad movie. I'm just saying I wasn't ready for it, for this, the fun silliness. Uh, dolls. That mm. mm. just sucked. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just... Jason X. Oh, that's that's Space and Jason.
1: Now that one that one uh, really terrible. You, you didn't you didn't enjoy that one at all.
0: Uh, I, I... It was a rip off of <laughs> Leprechaun and <in> Space.
2: <laughs> I'll watch i I'll watch that again, but I stuff like Phantasm Ravager I don't
0: ever want to see Ooh, again That was a bad one.
1: I didn't mind it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that being the case after right after we watched it. Um, we don't have to go into much more of this. I was going to say there are some that we could talk about that hold up or improve with age, but like what, um, my list would include Bride of Frankenstein, Halloween, Night of the Living Dead, original or remake on that one, Plan 9 from Outer Space. I know you would disagree, Will. (laughs) The Shining.
2: Black Christmas.
1: Um, yes, definitely.
2: Oh yeah, there's a whole bunch here.
1: Yeah. Let the Right One In and Let Me In. Both of those. Yeah. Um,
2: I have yeah. the zombie. Yeah. the Dead. I
1: have those. The Wolfman. Mm-hmm. The Thing. Um, the Which ri- one? Well, the original or the remake, but not the re-remake. <laughs> um, Halloween 2 original. And I think that's what I had for those. So there's a, I mean, you know, our listeners. I want a
0: re-remake of Halloween 2.
1: Rob Zombie's re-remake of the reimagining. Oh, man. What's
2: he
0: working on now? Is he doing another one? I don't know what's going Uh, on. Let's hope not. You don't need any more 90s rock videos made into a movie.
1: All right. Shall we we talk about some Lost Boys? Okay. Will, you had not watched this in years.
0: No, I've never seen this.
1: (laughs) You were mistaken.
0: Um, I was, yes. I was thinking of another movie called Lost Boys.
1: Was it a Peter Pan thing? Yeah.
0: So I take it back. All the bad things I said about Lost Boys.
1: Coincidentally, that Peter Pan movie had a foxy grandpa in it? Yes. (laughs) All right. So to be clear... That
0: was Captain Hook, I now believe.
1: (laughs) I want to make sure our listeners know this. Um, Even though we do a little bit of um, driving back and forth uh, to get us all here to this place to talk about movies we typically don't talk about the movie that we're going to talk about on the show. So we don't reveal very much about what we thought or felt about the movie. Yeah. So I don't know how you do. I would it.
0: say we continue to do that during the show too.
1: <laughs> it's like a demented poker game
0: <coughs> where we talk about everything, but well, we, lost boys, hopefully. Well, we
1: made it almost an hour. Um, yeah, we're at fifty-three minutes at this point. All right, so we'll
0: let's wrap it up. Huh. I think that Lost Boys <laughs> is a recommend. It's a it's a go watch it if you haven't seen it.
1: You you have to tell us what did you think on your rewatch.
0: I didn't hate it as much as I had before, although I still hated Foxy Grandpa okay. for some reason. Um, I tried to watch it like if it was my first time watching it. Uh huh.
1: Um, was a little more slick than you remembered.
0: Yeah, it was a little more slick. Yeah, um,
1: that's not a derogatory term.
0: No, but it looked good. Um, you know, everybody acts well. It entertained me. Yeah. You know, I think they should have made shirtless jazz uh, player <laughs> the head vampire though. They uh, really missed out. I,
1: I on... have I have a oily sax man.
0: Oily Saxman is perfect as a head vampire. <laughs> yeah. Nobody would have suspected Oily Saxman. Yeah, they didn't need Ed what's his face. He could have been, you know, nine hundred years old. Yeah. Oily Saxman.
1: He invented the sax. Yeah. Uh, he, he he finds and distills his own oils, or expels, extracts. I don't know. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah, it's it's in the old tradition. He lays under a big piece of glass.
1: <laughs> all right so this movie opens with um not a lot of uh dragging uh there's an over the ocean mm-hmm. shot and it goes right into um the, the boardwalk and all this activity at the boardwalk mm-hmm. in what we know is santa cruz but is uh called santa carla yeah uh, in, for the sake of the movie um
0: you have uh gene wanted me to point. well after this scene but uh that Santa Clara or whatever, Carla or whatever they call it in this, was the, like, dream of any 80s kid. Oh, sure. Of the place to go live with, like...
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. These
0: bohemian beach dwellers and your, you know... Well... No parents.
1: It was... hmm. I could go into it a bit later if you want. Or right now if you want. But there was a girl I was dating when I was uh, fairly young, probably 19, who got this idea to go to uh santa cruz where this was filmed yeah like like the place was just going to be uh easy living and everything was going to be great and everyone was going to be awesome and high-fiving you as you roll-
0: skateboard pass <laughs> yeah or whatever to your job that you work two and a half hours a week yeah and and they pay you in weed
1: right <sighs> and it turned out that it was a wretched horrible nightmare
0: oh surprise man yeah Oh, when That's I graduate,
1: how, I'm going to California. Yeah. Fuck this. Right. Go ahead. That's what
0: people now say about Denver, I'm sure. And mm-hmm. I hope that it's terrible for them. <laughs> right. Don't move here.
1: So, like I said, I won't go into a, a ton of detail about it, but she had a wretched experience. And it, oh, and it man. was in the place this was filmed.
0: Uh, was it vampire related?
1: Unfortunately not. Mm-hmm. Um, uh,
0: werewolves?
1: Scary pimps trying to pimp some girls out who didn't want to be pimped out. Oh.
0: Um
1: yeah, people That's would,
0: a little too real scary for me. Yeah. Pe- I would prefer if you told it that skeletons were haunting her or yeah. something.
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty wretched from what I heard. But uh yeah, all I could say is um, you know, do a little research before you go places. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Um, you know read a book uh, they, they didn't have the internet back then so no you, you had
0: no way of knowing what california was like
1: and lost boys wasn't out yet so that was not a contributing factor i think this all happened in 86 and but it lost was boys so, came out in 87
0: so big that and, i mean i remember all that
1: oh everyone was gonna go there and,
0: and learn how to surf and yeah live be on in the a beach. movie and live on the beach and
1: yeah how to go Anyone who tried that? Huh? Anyone? Every one of them
0: succeeded <laughs> yeah. beyond their wildest dreams. Yeah. It truly was paradise.
1: Yeah. That's what that's what I heard. So, uh, the boardwalk, we, we see, we're like not even 10 seconds into the movie and we see David, the Kiefer Sutherland vampire, just being cool, stalking through the carousel. Um, you know, he looks dangerous, he looks cool, and he's got a bunch of mullet heads uh, wearing like, Uh, band leader jackets and rags and shit. They're they're just looking like the coolest people in town for the time. At least then. Um, I was surprised on this rewatch to get right into the action of, Hey, we're on the boardwalk with the head. What we think is the head of the young vampire group. Anyway, he's not the head vampire. We find out later. Um, And we, uh, we see that the security guard stops David from roughing up this punk that was being a punk. And the revenge is later that we get the, the bat POV uh, over the parking lot and the vampires kill the security guard shortly thereafter. Yeah. So we're right into some vampire kills. Like we're just starting this movie. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it all looks pretty slick. It looks yeah. like well-produced, well-filmed. Um, Another over the ocean shot during the daytime. And we get the bird's eye view of the family moving into Santa Carla, and on the back of the billboard, it says, <coughs> Murder Capital of the World, in graffiti. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Julian, did you re-watch this, or are you going to go based on having seen it a couple weeks ago? Yeah,
2: I just saw it a few weeks ago. Yeah.
1: Um, had you watched it in a while since before that?
2: No, because like, uh, I had that really different reaction to it, because like when I was a kid and watched it, it yeah. was just it seemed a bit naff and like the, the kids who were supposed to be all cool. were like, yeah. Like these yeah, aren't real cool. Yeah.
0: Kids. <laughs> these are fake
1: <laughs> cool kids.
2: A, so mainstream idea of cool. And, yes. Uh, you know, just consume this and use this hairspray. And, and that's what makes cool. You know, it's just, uh, uncle. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I was, I was snobbish about it when I was a kid, but, but, you know, I watched the whole trilogy a few weeks ago and, wow. uh, I really enjoyed that this first one.
1: Yeah,
0: I couldn't. I couldn't watch the trilogy.
2: Yeah, you, you don't need to.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't think it even needs to. Be but I,
2: I do like this one. Um, you know, it's uh, it's obviously mainstream, but the, yeah. it's the the outsiders, the heroes, and it and the the mainstream people are the villains. And
0: yeah,
2: you know, it's got a bit of subversion to it. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's,
1: did you feel like there was much they could have changed about this movie to make it better than it was or to maybe make it less silly in places? For example, near dark, not silly. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few moments where like, um, Bill Paxson's being crazy and, and saying funny things, but you know, he's not, uh, he's not silly. Like the little brother character or
0: foxy, grandpa, or, or foxy, grandpa, wanted more of Foxy Grandpa this time around.
1: Yeah. Maybe maybe there's like a, a, a special Foxy addition. Grandpa
0: and Oily Sax Man <laughs> are out fighting crime.
1: They couldn't get any of the rest of the cast back, so they just made Lost Boys 2 with those guys. Uh, we find out that his sax has special powers.
0: Yep. To kill vampires.
1: But the vampires recognize it, so there's like a special uh, taxidermy thing that Grandpa makes for it that disguises it
0: yeah so it just i don't think we need to put that much thought into it though
1: <laughs> are you sure
0: <laughs> oh i'm thinking of just ad-libbing the whole thing yeah they could do that
1: oily sax man looks like he's a professional uh, that is timmy capello by the way for anyone who wondered. Um, and yes, he did not rub his, his entire lower half with paint and then put on a codpiece. It appears to be spandex. Yeah. Yeah, we had to rewind and, and freeze frame that. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, lots of oil. And then open flames bursting around him on the stage. Mm-hmm. That's a fire hazard. Yeah,
2: it's a danger to his nipples.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's a danger to his nipples and himself. Wow. Um, oh okay so uh did you guys like the music to this thing or did uh, it work is a better I liked question
2: the, well i've always liked the echo in the bunny man
1: the remake of people are strange yeah yeah that works for sure yeah, yeah and there's a jim morrison right right thing of, on the wall at the cave yeah 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 it's like they're apparently they were tipping the hat to jim dead jim morrison mm-hmm. which is cool fine um uh, after we see oily sex, man, we see star flouncing through the crowd and f- doing hair flips and looking just aloof and g- she gets the attention of michael <laughs> so i'm thinking there's a couple of dunderheads that really sort of deserve each other <laughs> a chance meeting oh and... man yeah they were <laughs> they're both about sharp as a bag of socks weren't they <laughs> oh yeah holy shit it's, it's like i give it to him she's attractive i understand but not much going on no great hair not much going a on. lot of hair yeah lots of it um, lots of hairspray yeah the vampires don't mess their hair up because they sleep upside down i guess i guess they just have to do their hair once yeah yeah anywho um the outfits like uh we see max who's probably 45 when they film this the ed ed uh what's his last name um the head vampire anyway yeah the love interest to mom uh he's got these he's a real motherfucker (laughs) yeah food eater (laughs) motherfucker (laughs) so do you think he ever got that far
0: um i don't know probably that, i don't know
1: that he did she
0: was running the video store pretty quickly
1: yeah so yeah she slept her way to the top for sure yeah um no matter what Thorne thinks
0: uh want to go to the frog brothers comic book shop it looked yeah. pretty good didn't it yeah yeah i that's... liked how Corey Haim had to explain numbering uh-huh. to the kids how you put comics in order by number
1: Yet he had shitty comic book handling.
0: Yeah. Did you notice how
1: he's just kind of grabbing them and... I don't um,
0: care. Uh, <laughs> they should be handled that way.
1: <laughs> if you're going to read them. Yeah. But if you're going to collect them, then be a little bitch They should bitch all about be them. rad. <laughs> they should. Uh, people who collect comics are such a little bitches about them, aren't they? Sometimes. Oh, God. It's like, oh, this has been graded a gem mint plus. And they slab it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like the slabbing. That's so dumb.
1: <clears throat> so, um that's it. Are we done? No, We've no, no, no. discussed Lost Boys. You're, you're familiar with a lot of comics, Will and Jolie, and both of you. Um, is Sad Sack that fucking funny?
0: Sad Sack is what teen girls in the late '80s loved to read. They really related to the antics of a World War II <laughs> cartoon character, kind of a World War II Beetle Bailey, right? You know.
1: Yeah, because because when uh, when the uh, so-called punk couple is in that car reading comics, she was laughing and didn't yeah. and didn't want to be disturbed. No, by the hair no. hair guy. No, no. It's Most funny,
2: funny comics and laughs that you watch people reading like Sunday comics and it's just they have this really serious expression and it's like completely mirthless. And, they, and
0: they... <laughs> so before you guys pick me up. <laughs> Eugenia came in, and I was sitting in the backyard thinking about Lost Boys. (laughs) Like, like (laughs) what I was going to say. Like, you often do. You know, because you were going to come pick me up in about five minutes. And I was like, oh, you know, what am I going to say about this movie? And Eugenia comes home, and she goes, What's wrong? (laughs) I'm like, What? I'm fine. And she goes, I saw your face. You looked like you lost your job or maybe work burned down. It is full of paper. And it was like, oh, I was just thinking about Lost Boys.
1: What's wrong, Will? Oh, nothing.
0: Just thinking about Lost Boys.
1: Oh. It sounds like the beginning of one of those drug commercials. Oh, they make a pill for that now. I hope so. Did you notice a resemblance to Elizabeth Montgomery, the girl who was reading Sad Sack? Oh, really? Yeah, she kind of looked like fake Elizabeth Montgomery. Huh. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was only me seeing that.
0: From Bewitched? Yeah. Okay.
1: My, one of my childhood crushes.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely.
1: Her and Catwoman. Either one of them. <laughs> Which Catwoman? Pick one. I don't care. <laughs> so, I mean, really. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, back to uh, the comic shop, Vampires Everywhere. Uh-huh. Oh, does that exist?
0: No, those uh, were fake. Uh, yeah, that, that, I, I don't know who the artist was. They like... said at the end, whoever did their storyboards did the comics did too, they? but I, don't, I didn't recognize his name. Yeah, they didn't look real. No. <clears throat>
1: well, that's good. Um, David is clearly in control of the gang. That kind of worked to, to make everyone think he was the head vampire. How long do you think the first time you watched this? How long do you think you were watching the movie before you figured out it was Max?
0: <laughs> well, they do throw you off nicely. Which part? With with the dinner.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: When they invite him over.
1: They try everything anti-vampire on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do throw everything at him. It's short of a stake in the heart. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when he exploded, uh, that would have been the dead giveaway to the mom. I think he may have been a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Now, why did the reflection in the mirror not work?
0: Because they had invited him in.
1: That renders everything powerless? Yep. Everything.
0: everything. In this movie. In this movie, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um... Did you like the fact... I
0: remember that being a big touchy subject when I watched this as as a kid, my friends, whether or not they respected enough of the vampire mythos to... Yeah.
1: Yeah, the rules.
0: The rules, because we were all like, no, they don't lose all of that.
1: Did did any of you say rules? We've got rules around here.
0: We all did. That was our catchphrase.
1: (laughs) Did you tie an onion to your belt? We did, too. Good to know. Um, Did your your opinion of uh, Foxy Grandpa soften at all, or are you a little harsher on him having watched it again? Uh, Are you more forgiving of him or less now?
0: uh, I wish he was cut from the movie totally.
1: (laughs) All right, fair enough.
0: And why did he drive home when he did? He didn't know vampires. Did he just drive drunk right into the front of his house? Is that going to happen with Grandpa? He comes back from the Widow Johnson's date.
1: Which wasn't a real date. Yeah. So maybe he got turned down. So he
0: comes back and he crashes through the front of the house and kills the head vampire. (laughs) I mean, he didn't know vampires were in the house.
1: He did. Did you not notice the knowing look earlier in the movie? Well, he knew they were
0: vampires, but he didn't know what that, I mean that they would be there.
1: Yeah, I think he was taking a chance ramming the uh the load of posts through the wall. He could have killed his daughter, his grandson. He grandsons. could have killed
0: anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But I
2: I appreciated that uh this movie lets everyone have a sex life. It's like the old the older guy, Yeah. the single mother, the the usual like 20-somethings. You, you know, it was happy that everyone
1: Yeah. Yeah, the little brother and his two friends. <laughs> Clearly, I mean, come on. No, honestly, that, that is cool. I, I, I like the fact that a guy who's in his 70s or 80s could...
0: How old is he supposed to be?
1: Well, let's see. The actor, I I wrote down... I guess
0: Michael is 20 or something. No, he's... I, I is think... he supposed to be 18, Didn't the mom 17? say
1: something about when school starts, things are going to change around yeah, here? Yeah,
0: but he could be slow. He didn't seem real sharp to me. <laughs> he was held back a couple grades. Yeah, that's why he didn't figure out it was vampires okay. right away.
2: Uh, let's see. That, that couple, uh, they were both in that like rollerblading post-apocalypse movie I saw recently as well. Really? What, whatever that one was I mentioned before.
1: So um, Barnard Hughes was 72 when they filmed this. That's Foxy Grandpa's name, Barnard Hughes. He lived to two thousand six uh ninety years old, Wow, so, so he had a good full life mm-hmm. sexy all the way through yep. foxy yeah.
0: to the end yeah, good yeah. On you Bonnet.
1: yeah, good going, man um yeah, so he he didn't he didn't bother me as much as the little brother mm-hmm. I was okay with him i mean he was he was the reason they were there, you know, he provided the home for them to move to after the nasty divorce. Uh, which apparently didn't improve Mom's situation at all. Yeah. Sam having ironically,
0: him st- <laughs> the dad had been a werewolf, or perhaps a mummy.
1: They were trying to get away from the mummy, and he was shuffling very slowly. <laughs> from Phoenix. <laughs>
0: yeah. So the mummy can't drive a car. He's that old. He never learned. He's like five thousand years old. Where was he going to learn how to drive a car? Right. So he's got to walk everywhere
1: So he might show up in Lost Boys 4 The reawakening The mummy
0: Lost Boys 4 The mummy No vampires in it at all
1: You know what I never could stomach about Santa Clara All the damn mummies All the
0: mummies
1: Uh, Did you guys uh, Did you like the use of dirt bikes As a mode of transportation (laughs) did that i mean did did it yeah did it add to take away or or not where was it didn't make a difference
0: didn't make a difference i mean seems like motor or vampires would ride dirt bikes
1: yeah there's no reason they shouldn't or wouldn't they could have been cruising around in an old car it wouldn't matter i guess yeah they got from a to b uh were they flying their dirt
0: bikes around the house, though? <laughs> it appeared. It appeared that they did.
1: Because they were kind of hovering outside the window. Yeah,
0: they were like flying up to the windows and, uh, and away.
1: That was pretty weird. The the, the, uh, the train trestle scene, that really worked for me the first time I saw it. And I still like it.
0: I, I like that scene. That's a pretty good scene yeah it's mainly because it doesn't have foxy grandpa anywhere near it.
1: <laughs> or the stupid little brother <laughs> or
0: the stupid little brother or
1: his idiot friends
0: his idiot friends the frog brothers are fine i don't know what you've got against them i don't
1: know man they, they could have been cut from the movie i don't know who the foil for all the bullshit would have been if they cut all these people out of the movie though <laughs> They
0: could have cut everyone out of the movie and just had shots of Santa Cruz. You know, helicopter shots, long tracking shots.
1: Yeah, it would have it would have read like a like an that's, Andy Warhol movie.
0: Yeah, that's my next editing <laughs> process. It's just cutting characters out of the movies and all dialogue and music.
1: Hey, when I dropped into the bookstore the other day, we were joking about um uh, garfield without garfield because yes I, what was the beetle
0: moment? bailey with cussing <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> so yeah or with swearing i don't yeah, remember
1: actual swearing
0: Yeah. actual swearing <laughs> are you now perhaps thinking sad sack would be a better fit
1: i don't know did sad sack have any of the big weird swearing in it they... i
0: never read any sad sack i remember seeing a couple cartoons they did of sad sack Hmm. from world war two and he was always doing something wrong
1: or stupid
0: stupid
1: yeah you're not allowed to make mistakes in the army
0: not sad sack type mistakes
1: no so um motorcycles are fine dirt bikes are fine even Mm -hmm. if they fly what about Mm -hmm. what about teen boys having themselves a bubble bath what the fuck
0: was he a teen? How old was he Pre-teen? supposed to be? 12?
1: I don't, I don't know. I thought he was supposed to be 13-ish. 12 or 13. I don't know. Yeah, he, be, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, he was singing songs and having a bubble bath. and Yeah. It was just, I don't know. Who did that when they were 12 or 13? All the time. <laughs> he was just having a wank. hiding <laughs> under the suds. That's all it was. I, I, don't, I don't i don't know any other he could get a what, the, what is that a uti from using too much mr bubble couldn't he?
0: Uh, probably not but yeah it could happen
1: i think that's <clears throat> one of the warnings on the bottle yes you know it, it, you could in, infect the end of his penis <laughs> <laughs>
2: well that's the end of the episode <laughs>
1: well
0: (laughs) just got it got it right
1: there nah keep going we didn't even talk about the reform school girls poster in his room no what was worse was he had a poster now i can't remember i
0: should Like john stamos or somebody yes it was like john stamos on the wall it was like huh
1: that's cool okay (laughs) <laughs> the kid's into John Stamos, I guess. Or it could have been Rob Lowe. It was one of the two. No,
0: that's who it was. It was Rob Lowe. Same diff. It was Rob Lowe. Right. That's who it was. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, Mom had to leave the Sea cloud restaurant because of the frantic phone call when, uh, when Sam thinks he's being attacked by Michael. Sam turns around and decides to help Michael, which I thought was very nice of him, considering that he... What did he say? My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. <laughs> yes. So he didn't trust him, but then he turned around and said, okay, I'll help him. And then, uh, you know, we we go from there that um, Michael's going to go looking for Star. And she won't tell him what's up with David and everything else. They end up doing it in the cave while the other vampires are gone. But the little boy, Laddie, when he showed up, Laddie was asleep next to her. Yeah. And then we have a funny montage, and then they're doing it.
0: Uh-huh. Where'd the kid go? He was still sleeping right there.
1: Slept right through it. Yep. I don't know, man. Child Protective Services would have something to say about mm-hmm.
0: this. I probably wouldn't let you just have a vampire kid. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> shuffle those kids off to foster care pretty quick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that part, I, I, I don't know. I had some raised eyebrows on that one. But, uh... Flying POV, they return to the cave and did we we didn't talk about the maggots in the in the uh, worms scene.
0: Yeah, it was a great shot when I was a kid.
1: Did so not now? You didn't like it on the rewatch? I didn't mind it. The, Which scene is that? When when uh, they're having Chinese food at the cave and
2: uh Oh, they they make him think he's eating
1: yeah, maggots. Mind control. Right. Yeah Yeah, I like that scene still. What do you think's in the bottle? Do you think it's wine mixed with blood, or do you think it's just blood? I thought it was wine mixed with blood. That's what I thought. Yeah, really? you'd have to mix it, because it's...
0: You know, if you've... It was wine and Diet Coke mixed. I like, would know, so strongly of copper, you know, you'd know it straight off.
1: Yeah. Well, it's all bejeweled. Maybe you'd be like, oh, did they use copper? The Diet
0: Coke's really flat, so...
1: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, things I learned on this movie were... Um, Punks really love listening to run DMC with Aerosmith. They do. Yeah. It's true. For the rest of their short lives. They
0: they were described in the in the credits as surf Nazis.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Surf Nazis one through five. Yeah. And we were like, How were they surfers or Nazis? I
1: didn't see evidence of either one.
0: No. (laughs) I think they just threw that in there so you didn't feel so bad that they got killed.
1: Julian, did you know? Should
0: always kill surf
1: Nazis. They must die. At least punch them. Have you seen Surf Nazis Must Die? Not in years. But oh man, I, I will rewatch that. That's a is that a trauma or was that mistaken as a trauma? That is the only trauma?
0: good trauma movie they ever yeah. made. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, did, not
0: that it's a good movie. It's still terrible.
1: <laughs> when the when the uh, Frog Brothers come over to um, like get ready and get a fully equipped and roll out to go try and kill the vampires. Did you notice when they were climbing up the cave, the retractable stake fell into itself? Mm-mm. No. It's, uh, if, you, if you have a chance to, to rewind that and watch it, when they're climbing up to where the vampires are hanging, uh, one of the, I forget which one, um, holds a stake up because he's still climbing and he takes one out and you see that the pointy end of it fall into it. Oh. It's on screen for like half a second, but you totally see it. That's pretty funny. But they head to the cave, and they're going to kill the upside-down sleeping vampires who have Bill. magnificent feet.
0: They killed Bill from Bill and Tad.
1: That's right. Alex Winters with a clip-on mullet.
0: Yep. Marco.
1: <laughs> they killed Marco! You killed Marco! That's it, your history. Or your dead meat, or whatever they said. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Jolien, any favorite scenes with the vampires doing <laughs> vampire stuff? <laughs> <laughs>
2: vampires doing vampire stuff. Well, I I like uh you know, one of the one of the um uh the ideas of like uh being open to various sexualities in the movie is like uh the head the the young head vampire seduces the boy into the gang yeah basically yeah he kind of draws him in and
1: yeah star is really just the beard for the whole thing yeah yeah there's totally there's totally that going on for sure yeah I, th- I think uh David has a thing for Michael and vice mm-hmm. versa yeah. yeah it's very it's a very attractive situation for the two of them um did you like the makeup the uh... the the vampire they they use this later on Buffy quite a bit the, the gnarled forehead kind right.
0: of mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah it's a, it's a generally good looking movie
1: yeah yeah I, d- I didn't look up who did the special effects but I liked them
2: was was it
1: grip cannon hmm I can look I, it up I but it'll but it'll make yeah I the, don't remember. it'll make the recording device buzz if I use my phone
0: yeah <laughs> besides uh...
1: yeah we're about we're about through it um. I really
0: loved when the credits were all at the end.
1: Oh, yeah, you could just... You're c- like,
0: oh, man, it's done. You
1: could just stumble out to the backyard and bury your face in your hands. <laughs> and
0: weep. Weep that you had to sit through Lost Boys again. And Foxy Grandpa once again survived.
1: So, So let's briefly talk about the Battle Royale at the end, then we can you know, kind of maybe analyze for a second what it all meant. <laughs> but did you like the holy water bathtub scene? The-
0: yeah, but not as much as the death by stereo, death by stereo. Your favorite.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I like the fact that the, uh, the, the frog brothers are all trained and they, they don't get to kill
0: vampires. It's the dog. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the dog pushes the guy the blonde guy into the bathtub.
0: If you rewatch it you can tell somebody threw that dog at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> because the dog hits like totally on the side. Like they just picked him up and chucked him.
1: And then it's like the next scene the dog stand there panting, smiling. Yeah.
0: The dog had a
2: great time on that movie. Like, oh. like in that Verana movie they, they, they do a like a hurling cat scene like three times at least.
1: They didn't have a proper cat launcher back then. No. Nah. I believe that's a
0: catapult.
1: <laughs> See? Very good. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, the two deaths of, uh, of the blonde guy and the dark-haired guy kind of make um, David's death on the antlers anticlimactic, don't it? Mean,
0: sort of. It, it's sort he of like, didn't explode or anything or melt. He f- just lost his facial
1: hair. it just sort of (laughs) fell out. (laughs) Um, The Frog Brothers laid the groundwork for us earlier in the movie, like, sometimes they explode, sometimes they implode. Yeah, Yeah, so that explains it. I don't know if they shot that, like, oh, fuck, now what? (laughs) Oh, let's shoot them saying this and we'll insert it earlier in the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do suspect that happened. But it wasn't a bad Battle Royale, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. the look on the mom's face though when max starts talking all crazy she's yeah. like what the fuck is wrong with everybody they've ruined the house
2: yeah you know doubting her taste in men
1: yeah she's like why is max saying all this weird shit and then all of a sudden he vamps out and sticks mm-hmm. he sticks his tongue out i love that i think like foxy
0: grandpa should have been that vampire
1: <laughs> that would have been quite the twist m night Shyamalan's lost boys <laughs>
0: I'm <laughs> Rob Zombie Phil <laughs>
1: uh, of course the last zinger in the movie is the grandpa line about he never could stomach all the damn vampires
0: damn <laughs> yeah
1: this movie had a budget of 8.5 million dollars opening weekend it made 5,200,000 and it overall grossed 32,222,567 so they did well um not much else about that Joel Schumacher didn't go on to do a lot of bigger movies that did better than this he had done things like Saint almost fire flatliners dying young but after
0: flatliners is after this movie yeah okay how so sure. is uh
1: falling down and dying young falling down yeah. so these are the ones he did right afterwards mm-hmm. um so he kind of had this this Moment of shining pretty well. And then he did the Phantom of the Opera movie, the number 23, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. He did a bunch of stuff. uh, He did
0: Batman and Robin. That's all that needs to be said.
1: (laughs) Those are the better ones that he did in recent years. I'm not saying that's
0: a good or bad thing, but.
1: But on the other hand, I wanted to point out that executive producer Richard Donner had done stuff like. Lady Hawk, The Omen, Superman, Superman 2, The Goonies, Lethal Weapon, and Lethal Weapon 2, and Scrooged. So, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So, some stinkers, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a little, little, uh, little column A, a little column B. Yeah.
0: Neither one of them are blameless. Yeah. I mean, one man made The Goonies, and.
1: <laughs> the, the other one did not. The other
0: know? one made Batman and Robin. i tell you, I watched The
2: Goonies five times.
1: Really? In a row?
2: No. It's just like when I lived in Hokkaido, the the bus up from Sapporo to Wakani took, okay, yeah. took six or seven hours. And uh, they had like a video player.
0: And they had a copy and, of the Goonies? Yeah,
2: that's, what, that's the only movie they played. Oh, my God. The Goonies.
0: I'm so sorry. My eyes
2: were in front of that screen.
0: I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> I thought The Goonies was great when it came out.
1: I couldn't tell you much about it.
0: It's horrible. It's so bad.
1: I'm a little too old to have been one of those yeah, kids totally... that, went, that went crazy for it. Yeah. Now, Julian, is your wife just the right age to have been really into The Lost Boys when it came out? And was she?
2: I don't think she was.
1: No? Not so much?
2: No. She, she was never into horror movies before. Oh. Well, this one I came
1: s- sort of isn't one. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of it, a lot of people who didn't, go for horror went for this movie mm-hmm.
2: yeah i can see this was, would appeal you know the same with the same way as uh, the new it movie does
1: right mm-hmm. half wits <laughs> your wife's not a half wit is what no. will's trying to say <laughs> uh, he said
0: she didn't care for it so clearly she has some taste
1: right yeah it, it's weird like i saw this movie and i won't say like it spoke to me and i thought it was awesome but i i remember enjoying it when i first saw it oh yeah it. Um, I don't think I saw it at the theater. I may have, but I definitely saw it I on saw video. I saw this on video. Yeah, for sure.
0: A dozen times, probably. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, it, it improved with uh, age for you, Julian?
2: Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I, it improved with seeing it out of its time. And seeing it as a time capsule on a slick, you know, 80s movie. Uh, I enjoyed it better than when you know being a kid and stuck in the 80s right yeah and when you know when this stuff was presented to you you couldn't get away from it yeah Yeah.
1: every everybody was on a glam trip and everyone was trying to be too cool
2: that you know was the the age of hair metal and it's just so naff and it's like
1: Mm
2: -hmm. i was just not into that at all
0: no
1: well that's a better way to say it like like you said seeing it out of its time and and it's definitely better Mm -hmm. in, in that so, I like it better now, I think than I did then, yeah, just because of that it's it's like it is a little snapshot of what they were trying to do back then, yeah, and getting away with, so, um that being said, let's go on to do we recommend this thing, yes, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Even if it makes you look depressed after you stop to contemplate yeah. it, <laughs> I I recommend it as well. So I,
0: I think we we covered Just it. Just don't think about it at all. Yeah. So Turn we'll, the sound way down. Do something else.
1: <laughs> you got laundry. You got taxes. You got stuff to do. Play with your pets for crying Take out a nap loud. Nap. Yeah,
0: with Lost Boys on. Yeah, they have this one screen in the forest on the
1: other. Yeah. Yeah. No matter which way you roll over, you'll see one of the other. Ah. Uh. All right. Well, we covered the Lost Boys.
0: <laughs> yeah, for our last episode.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's other ones we could cover. That that would make us want to stop doing this. <laughs> Rob Zombie's The Lost Boys. Ah. Uh. All right. Well, shall we call it a show
0: let's call it a show do we, do we
1: know what we're doing for next time
0: so we don't know what we're gonna watch
1: for next time yeah i don't know Julian had an idea that he mentioned um what, what do you think we should do uh
2: well uh i was thinking of terror some halloween um but uh yeah halloween themed movies apart from the halloween series itself because we've kind of talked about that yeah and uh movies that'd be good to stick on at halloween parties
1: awesome that sounds great i think we should do that and uh That episode will drop on October 2nd, so that'll be perfect. That'll kick it off for October. Mm. Awesome. All right. All right. Hey, listeners, thank you for listening. Stay off the moors.